Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Skill Podcast. And we had so much fun talking about music the last time. After racking our brains for a couple hours, the boys and I decided we're back in it. So bear with us. We dug out some treasure stories to tell you guys. And without further ado, let's jump right back into this. Because I don't know if you can tell, I am very excited. So let's get back in with my outrageous co-host. We'll get rolling with DJ. What's good? i heading back a couple with Frazier. What's going on? My oh-so charismatic brother. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 Good transition. And and Brandon. What's up? All right, boys. Here we are again. We had, I'm not going to lie. I I, I don't mean to speak for you. I had a blast last episode where we were just jiving about our music and what got us into it. And excited to see where we go today because I know we discussed a little beforehand. We got some stories. We got some other somewhat genres that we wanted to bring up. Who wants to get this ball rolling? I think Brandon would be a great start, in my opinion. Same way we had it last time. Let's do it. Brandon, <laughs> All right. where you want to take us <laughs> off? What got you going? What you got your gears going? What got your motor going? Tell us. I, I literally know nothing about you. Uh, actually, as of recent, I would say a good thing to talk about right now that has really got me going is this new Slaughter to Prevail album that just recently came out. Yes. Yeah. This that thing has got me going. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. It really is. See, I feel so left out of that just because I I know who Slaughter to Prevail is, but I have one, not DJ. I haven't listened to too much of their stuff. Mm. So I haven't listened to their Shame. new stuff yet. Shame. Nah, this is me and Adrian. Damn. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm here too. Pretty much. I mean, you have shown Brandon. You have shown me some uh, some of the covers that uh, that Alex uh, Alex Terrible has done, and I think those Alex Terrible covers are different than a Slaughter song, though. But even then, just the like the 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 charisma of that man, the way he carries himself, the mask. I I would love to have one of those masks just to have it. That thing looks so sick. I love the covers because honestly, I find most of them fucking hilarious, especially the ones that are like pop covers. That man's got some range. He's give him to him. I'll give it to him, but I just just find it funny, like the way he does it. The way he carries himself, I agree. It's very good. No, uh, that 21 Pilots cover was too good, in my opinion. Better than the original. <laughs> I didn't say that. I did. did not say that. Yo, time stamp I'm, me. 30 I'm, seconds I'm, in, Siege with the hot take. Let's go. I'm with Adrian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, started early I today. mean, I was, yeah. I'm not a big 21 Pilots fan either. I preferred Alex's cover as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's some of them that are just insane. Yo, bonus points since you crushed a Pepe the Frog pinata. What? No? Okay. Yeah, he did that in the music video. Anyways, moving on. The music video. DJ. <laughs> on. What about DJ? Haven't seen the music video. No, I haven't. No, it's because last time we were uh, showing each other music videos, someone recommended uh, top ten emo and grown songs. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That's why we started with Brandon, because he comes out swinging with Slaughter to Prevail, not the top ten, not ten emo songs singing different styles. Uh, well, let me just say this for context, audience, after we stopped recording, after we, like, were suggesting 
different bands and music that that we all want and encourage everybody to at least try. We sat in a, in a call, uh, screen sharing for like the next hour and a half, just watching different types of music, and it was fantastic. And then I killed the vibe with a with a top ten emo songs cover. Yeah, yeah, he did that. He did that to us. Can you believe that? The audacity. The nerve of this of man. This man. I, think I used to like this man. I, I really. I'm at the Hague. <laughs> this went against the codex. <laughs> See, this is where I want to get, like, pick your guys' brains, just because, speaking on the fact that Brandon did bring up Slaughter to Prevail, uh, I am not the biggest Deathcore fan, and I know you guys are, so I'd love to know, like, what are some bands that all of you listen to that are that are in that realm of, like, Deathcore? Other than Slaughter. I, I wouldn't be able to give you guys... Yeah. Any help on that one? That, that's gonna I be. That's Fraser gonna be has more. The the... Saturn shirt that he wears everywhere. Yeah, this guy. No, I don't. Not everywhere. You wear it a lot. <laughs> no, I wear Winds of Plague shirts a lot. Old Winds of Plague is pretty deathcore. Oh, yeah, old Winds of Plague. Is <laughs> New Winds of Plague is a little more PG, but you know they're still good. Metal yeah. Winds of Plague, old Winds of Plague, and old White Chapel is what caught my attention. Yo, White Chapel also a good White Chapel. Yeah. Oh, dude. I got my brother hooked on Whitechapel. That makes sense. <laughs> Which is hilarious because your brother looks like Corpse Grinder. Your brother does look like Corpse Grinder. <laughs> 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 I almost yelled that at him when I saw him driving the other day, and I'm like, nah, he might hit me. I said <laughs> hi, and I really had to fight myself to not say that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on from Dude, it's that stuff. long hair and that power. But yeah, no, DJ. Nah. Um. Yeah, old ones anyway. are like really good. Uh, I yeah. would argue Spike gets a little deathcore sometimes. I just love Spike. I think they do, but they consider themselves hardcore. I well, they are. I I, I will agree with that. But they get they get close. Um, oh, would you consider like <laughs> like Suicide Silence? Rest in peace, Mitch. Personally, I, uh, yeah. I've heard one Suicide Silence song in my life. Yeah, so. with Ian, you'll hear the entire discography of Suicide Silence. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I remember the one time he tried to show me them, and he's like, "What do you listen to?" I'm like, "Dream metal," and then we started talking about dream metal for the next three hours. So, dream metal? Yeah, yeah. What what is that? I've never heard of that. Yeah, same. That's first. Okay, here. Okay, do. I don't think we want to have the what weird genre Adrian to hour because it will be an hour. <laughs> um, oh, so it's one of those like, genres that if you know, you know, but if you don't, that's no surprise. I mean, it's one of those, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, if you if you recognize the frame, the phrase dream metal, I would assume you know what it is. Because, like, that's not just something that's thrown out there a lot. Because when I hear dream metal, that just makes me think of the uh, the Minecraft YouTuber Dream SMP. Now he's like the front man of a deathcore oh, band. God, please no. Uh, what? <laughs> I've never been more happy to say I have no idea what you're talking. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you don't need to know no. about dream. I, I'll, I'll trust you. Um, yeah. Think of the band that I mainly listen to. I'm terrible with names. I'm just gonna throw that out there, right? Um, I'm gonna have to look it up because I listen to quite a few. I uh, even though they're not like dream metal, Chon's a really good one. Oh. I mean, I suppose, Sean? I suppose depending on the song, they can get a little closer to it, but not really. I've actually what? seen Chon live without knowing who they were, because I was there to see Between the Buried and Me. 
Really? Oh, that's a weird mm. tour. Hold up. What tour was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My buddy just called me one day and he said, hey, you want to go to a show? I said, sure. Who, we, uh, who is it? He said, Sean. Who the fuck is that? Well, they're they're going with uh, Between the Barrett and me. All right, I'm in. Oh, I just remembered his name. It's Pliny. P-L-I-N-I. I really enjoy Pliny. Okay. He's like he's like the artist that got me into Dream Metal. It's really just, it's almost like what you would expect. It's very... I would almost describe it as euphoric, depending on the artist. It's very just like movement and chords and like melodious beats with like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's just like, I'm weird. I like weird things. Is it like one I of listen- those types of metals where it's like, it's like, oh, we gotta listen to this to stimulate your brain? I mean, I, I, I almost said something. Um, I suppose you could look at it that way. I'm just, I just enjoy, I just enjoy that kind of thing. I, I, I yeah. might. At my core, I'm a metalcore fan, and dream metal Hello. really, really, and I don't mean like power metalcore or like popular metal. DJ, I'm talking about the metalcore where it's four chords for the entire song, and it just loops. I'm that kind of metalcore fan sometimes, and dream metal really does that for me sometimes because it is just a lot of like smooth, like melodious just transitions and like there's movements and that i think that's also the fact that i was a musician for a long time and i was really into transcribing orchestral stuff it really speaks to me as well because it's a lot of little things going on but it just feels so simple and i really enjoy that and i'm going to stop myself now because i was almost going to say some terms that i know none of y'all are going to understand <laughs> <laughs> for like clarification for me is it in the same vein as psychedelic it's close I it's don't, like which is funny. I like Dream Metal. Not a huge fan of Psychedelic. Fair. <laughs> which is so weird to me. Like, if there are certain times where I'm like, all right, I can feel it, but most of the time I'm just like, all right, you're just, you're just tuned up Doom at this point, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay, that was. A... All right. Hmm. Yeah, some people who might fight you over that opinion, but you know what? Sure. And they would win. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my core as well. I do. I also see myself as a metalcore fan. I did. I didn't know there was different like su- like subsects of uh, of metalcore. I thought it was, I thought it was just all grouped as metalcore. No, you can't tell me. Um, Ginger and uh, Architects are the same. They're both metalcore. Totally different bands, but they're both metalcore. Yeah, when it comes to like metalcore, there are so many bands that sound so different, but they are all metalcore. I would say most of the bands I listen to now are metalcore, but they don't sound anything alike. Yeah, I, I right? it, it, metalcore is like probably one of the most encompassing subgenres of metal, in my opinion, and I really like that because there's a lot of freedom to to have with it. Like I had this conversation with one of my uh, with one of my friends, and. I basically told him at this point, metalcore is just the is like the the brand or judge like the the genre you get if you're not you know thrash or power or death metal, but you still go hard. You'll go in metalcore. I would argue metalcore doesn't even have to be hard sometimes. It depends on who it is. Yeah, it depends on yeah. the difference between Born of Osiris and then just Lee McKenney by himself. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Fuck. Those are still two very good artists to listen to. Because, like, as a recent, for some fucking reason, I've been listening to a shit ton of Azalea Dying. Also, I've been listening to a shit ton of Ice Nine Kills, both of which mm. are classes metalcore. But Ice Nine Kills with some of their songs, I'm like, 
This is vastly different. I don't know how you got how you got classes this. I wouldn't classify Einstein kills as music, but you know that's my opinion. They yeah, are the shit. Diet think... Coke of metalcore. Oh man, I would catch some heat for that one. I'm, I'm sure. Fucking Mikey with the Doctor Evil reference. <laughs> I was man. actually thinking of that video. Of, I don't know if you've ever seen it. The guy who drinks Diet Coke and brags about it. Oh, we know. A guy oh, like I that. saw He's that. Oh yeah, we know a guy that drinks nothing but <laughs> Diet Cokes. Think about that. That's every Ice Nine Kills fan that's like wears the merch and is super adamant about it. Like, well, um, what did you say the, the in the last episode? What is the name of that jacket that, that you have the, that you were wearing? Uh, my battle jacket. Yeah, that's it. Battle jacket. Yeah. What about when I was, when I was still working at the uh, at the strip club? Oh, we had this one guy. He came in in a handcrafted Ice Nine Kills themed battle jacket. Okay. I, 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 I did not know. I did not know they had been around that damn long. I thought they just got lucky with Silver Scream. But then he tells me, oh, I should listen to their cover of Adele. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. A classed metal band covered Adele, and they didn't turn to Stone? How? And I heard the song. They covered, uh, what is it? Never mind, I'll find somebody like you or someone like you. I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. Or Adele. Not bad. Not bad. Wasn't what I was expecting, but it wasn't terrible. And I and, and I'm okay with that. If that makes mm. any if that makes any sense to anybody. I besides what are, what other metal band do you know that does like pop and hip hop covers as a whole? And I'm not counting our last night. Does Ronnie Radke by himself count? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I'll um, accept Roddy Radke because he's a character. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think of his name. I think it was Blue Orchestra or something. They were a small band. We saw opening at a festival, and they covered "Symphony of Destruction." And the lead singer oh. was this lady who had the most powerful voice. They absolutely dominated that cover. I'm a Megadeth diehard. But it was oh man, can we even say this? It was almost better from a no-name band. It was so good. Hmm. Adrian, do you remember uh, that aftershock where Kignet with Thomas we saw that cover? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I was just trying to think, like, what year that was. Oh, that was say, a ways back. I want to say 17? Maybe Ooh. 18. Hold on. Just because you brought up a female vocalist, off the top of your head, who is uh, who's your favorite uh, female vocalist in any band? Uh, Maria Bird. <sighs> Uh, good. That's a tough one. It is a very tough one. Yeah, it is tough uh, only because when I were talking about specifically metal. Oh, in 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 anything, I'll take anything. Oh fuck, you can't do oh. that to me. Come on. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. do, we, do we want do we want to shorten it and keep it in in just the realm of rock? Oh, I I figure we should. Yeah, true, true. true. Well, I'll say mine then while you while you guys dwell, but uh, I'd have to go with Angela Gasau from Arch Enemy before she left. Fair enough. Fair also, enough. If it's anything, I was going to say Billy Holiday. And I'm not good with <laughs> uh, people's names at Same. all. Same, I don't know a lot of uh, like rock me, star Holiday. names. If anything, I was probably going to say the same thing as DJ. Oh, Angela? I was going to say yeah, uh, Angela. 
My, y'all don't listen to Butcher was Babies? It? I was actually gonna say, I was actually no, gonna have uh, the are. chick from Butcher Babies. What? Hold up. <laughs> oh, that was actually shit. gonna be mine too. You guys have ever heard really? of Butcher Babies? No. I, I think you just mm. broke Adrian. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. But I ain't, I ain't gonna take it back. Like this man. Yo, can we like end this episode of right here? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be here anymore. Well, especially between like Brandon and I. Brandon and I have a lot of similar bands and interests. As as you three have similar bands and interests. Like, maybe I'm the odd one out, but I didn't even know who the hell Baby Metal was until I met you guys. That one's a little fair. That one's that one's yeah, more. That one, yeah. Unless you're that weird dude at GameStop, I'm not expecting you to call me out on Butcher Babies. Yo, shout out to on, Brick yeah, on Baby Metal. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Shout out to that yeah, guy. Yeah, I didn't ever know about baby metal baby or metal man-made. Either. I would be shocked. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about baby metal, and then when I watched a couple of the videos, I'm like, okay, this goes hard, but it's it's just these uh, these, these three these three girls just dancing to to metal music, and then I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. And then it shocked me when uh, I think it was I think it was you, Mikey. You recommended me a video of them performing with fucking Sabaton. Oh yeah, no, dude, they're yeah. Their newest album, they got collabs and inspirations from bands from all over the world. Arch Enemy, Sabaton, a couple of rappers, a few even uh, Latin influences. New album is probably one of the best albums I've heard because it's really so good. diverse. And it's still baby metal, baby metal at its core. Man, there's some bangers on there. I'd love to see a collab of them and Upon a Burning Body. <laughs> Same. Oh, I just want to see Upon a Burning Body. Yo. Like, damn. I didn't. I didn't know who Upon a Burning Body was until I saw the music video of them doing a cover of "Turn Down for What" with Ice T. <laughs> Fair. Really that was a good video. Can't awesome. discredit that. <laughs> it was recommended to me because I was. I was like, okay, I gotta just. I wanna. <laughs> I wanna go back and listen to some of the hits that were on the radio, especially the ones that they would play at the bowling alley all the time. And I just, on a whim, typed in "Turn Down for What." And then the first thing that I see, because my YouTube loves me and knows that I listen to rock music, it says turn down for what? And instead of uh, seeing Lil Jon, it says Upon a Burning Body and Ice-T. I know who Ice-T is. I watch his show all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, one, I know he was. Yeah, yes, one? <laughs> no, the uh, Law & Order SVU. Oh, that's the oh, one. Good uh, answer. Yeah. Oh, damn. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and yes, I know he was a rapper before that. He was a very prominent rapper. He's one of the first rappers to actually start, you know, swearing heavily in his rap songs. He pioneered that. I know who he is. I know he's not just an actor for anybody that's going to flame sure? in the comment section. I'm a, um, I'm, we're going to come back to Ice-T in a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. come back to it. We'll come back to it. Put a pin in that. I'm putting it in the chat so I don't forget. But the entire music video is just him and the lead singer of Upon a Burning Body singing this song in a fucking strip club. I'm like, I identify with this because I work at a strip club, and this doesn't happen. This is great. I love this. Who are these guys? And then afterwards, I found, uh, I went, I took to uh, YouTube, just typed in Upon a Burning Body, and the first song that was recommended to me was uh, Texas Blood Money. Oh, what a good okay. one to get into. Uh, all right. Yeah, that, that, I that definitely. Love that fucking song. Ooh, guys, you're yeah. me chills. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could even speak right. Especially during the like, right before the the chorus. The uh, well, I'm sorry, it is the chorus. The everything is bigger in Texas. 
I wasn't just headbanging. I was jumping up and down in my house. <laughs> my roommate comes home, sees that I'm hopping up and down for no reason because I have a headset on, so he doesn't hear what I'm hearing. And I'm like, put this on, put this on, put this on. Forgot he's a country music fan. He called it noise. And it, oh, I had someone yeah, say that to yeah. me the other day when I was at work. It, I had to bite my tongue. It breaks my heart when I hear people say that still to this day. Like, oh, you listen to noise? Yeah, that's always say, you, just, you, uh, is just, it, you call if you call mm. that music, it's like mm. Mm -hmm. I always have to like bite this. my tongue when someone says this shit and I'm like, mm, I mean tweet the own, I guess. Like bro, you listen to three oh three. I don't wanna hear it. You listen to three oh three. Then I look good on the why don't you? <laughs> <Just be like, laughs> damn, they got personal. Just damn shut up. You listen to Florida Georgian line, get out of my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the hardest thing that this man has ever listened to, and even though these these guys, again, I'm going to date myself, I was lis listening to back in high school, he thought Broken Side went hard. I know who that is. You know, yeah. Nobody knows who Broken Side is. I am old as fuck. I mean, it sounds familiar. They were the... They were one of the few... I, I think they, I, they were actually the, the first band ever to cross uh, Screamo, Emo, and Rap with a lot of auto-tune into one genre. Now it's called Crunkcore. Crunkcore? Yeah. Crunkcore. I, I can't. Yeah, no. I, I don't know. I'm so glad that died. <laughs> very, very quickly, too. But that's the hardest thing that he listens to. Every time I've tried to show him anything else, even something as simple as Breaking Benjamin, he's like, I mean, I get it. It's there, but I just don't. I don't understand. Like, how do you not like Frankie Benjamin? Like, honestly, yeah. that's the kind of person who thinks salt spicy. Oh, I think mayo spicy. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Fight me? I don't care. No, man. I feel you. I agree. That's, that's great. <laughs> Went for the throw. The, the guy in question I'm talking about. He actually does think salt is too hot. Oh my. Mm, no, Who do you hang no. out with? Mm. Oh, who do I hang out with? Apparently, pussies. people <laughs> the wrong people. <laughs> Fucking pussies. I, you Dude, think of it on so think, many levels. Think of it this way: when I go, when I go to the bar, or I go, or not even a bar. If I go to a restaurant, I hang out with the type of people that they'll eat. Like when you go to like Chili's and they put that tray of chips in front of you. These people that I hang out with, they'll eat like two or three chips and be like, "Oh my god, get these away from me before they're oh, gone." They're that way. Oh, they're that way. Oh, they're that way. Okay. They're, they're, they're that way. Or they take away from this topic. No, I'm done. I'm done. This is. <laughs> so we get away from the female singers thing Yo, like 15 minutes I, ago. I still can't get over the seriously. Fact that we went away from female singers and went to straight to femboys. Let, let's let's go back to the females, please. <laughs> oh, that was a word. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I know. I think Frazier was on the same page with me with the uh, ladies from Butcher ba Babies, uh, Heidi Shepard and Carla Harvey. Yeah, thank you. I can. I never like. I only. I saw them like live once, and then I just started listening. Oh my god, they are amazing. Uh, Carla Harvey Goliath album. Oh, you oh, said Carla Harvey? Harvey? Yes. Yes. Okay. Her page was actually recommended to me on Instagram. Of course. Oh really? Would you like to get in that page, DJ? Hold on, how did I what? 
Samantha, would you like to get recommended on that page? Because I don't know if you know this, Butcher Babies was famous for being really risque for a long time. So yep. was Kitty back in the day. They weren't that bad. Not that, not yeah, not that bad, but still for the for the time, it was like, oh, damn, okay. And I follow I follow rock stars and I follow uh, like rock music on Instagram, and so all of a sudden it was just like, hey, recommend it to you since you follow Maria Brink. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. Sure, sure. So yeah. I clicked your yeah. page. We'll, I'm like, we'll accept that. I was like, who the fuck is this? Nice. Uh, is there anybody else who had uh, some female singers that they had? Uh... Really sure. I, I can think of I can think of four that were all in the same band at one point. Um, okay. Every female vocalist from Make Them Suffer. Shout out to them. <laughs> Make Christ. Them Suffer goes to band members like shoes. It's kind of ridiculous. But they're all good. They're all really good. If they were good. Why did that just one do of those so bands. many like lineup changes? Stuff happens. One girl got groped on stage, so I don't blame. Oh, her okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At that point, you're like, you know, this job isn't for me. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Especially if you, like, have the knee-jerk reaction to take a bass guitar over somebody's head. You can't, probably can't work there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what happened. I'm just saying that would be a personal thing for my circumstance. Understandable. But yeah, I, I think everyone else would accept that being okay, too, if that happened. The whole audience. Yeah, he fell. We saw oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, them and um... but we have video evidence. No, no, no. That that's from a different concert. Thank you for me. Anyways, them and uh, Ginger. I am a huge Ginger. I don't know why. Ginger's pretty good. I just really enjoy Ginger. I still have to give them a listen because they they pop up on my Facebook feed all the time. I feel like you're gonna like you maybe like... half of their song. The other half, not so much. Yeah, I still need to give them a shot. I've heard like maybe three of their songs, and at least two of them I didn't really care for. Yeah, like I said, I feel like, especially for you and DJ, you're gonna like not all of them. Because there's a few even for me where I'm like, eh, I don't really know that I like enjoy it, but the other half I just I just love. I really. Like that won't stop me from like being a fan of a band because trust me, there, I'm, uh, there's bands that I listen to to where like I I'll listen to like you know a few tracks off one album, but I don't want to listen to the rest of it because it's just kind of like it's not my it's not my flavor. But these like two, three, or four that you have, fire. Mm-hmm. That's it's kind of how I am with a day to remember. Like though on each album there's like one or two songs that I that I do that I do fuck with, and the rest I'm like yeah whatever I I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, since we got that topic caught up and out of the way, you guys mind if I school DJ about something real quick? Since he knows who oh. Ice-T is. All right, take yes, take please, please take do. Let's go. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask you right now, because I know Adrian knows the answer to this question. Yes, sir. You know how much blood is in the human body, motherfucker. <laughs> you want to see it. You want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Ice-T also has a band side may or may not have heard of it called Body Count. I've actually heard of Body Count. I've heard the name. I've heard the name. You haven't listened to any of the music? I didn't know what it was. Listen to it. Uh, one of his friends growing up always wanted to be in a metal band, so they got a couple people they knew together, and they just started putting out music. They're super fucking good, man. They have influences from Black Slabbit, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway, Black right, Sabbath, Slayer, Oh, man, that's that's what their band consists of. Like that's their lineup. 
Oh, they have influences. That's kind of oh. where they got their style from. Uh, so they have influences from like Black Sabbath, Slayer, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, and it's just a mix of those styles. They are so good, and they do covers from time to time. You can actually look them up on YouTube. They have massive amounts of views because it might not be the most thrown around name. Get around in their communities. Uh, they do covers of Raining in Blood. They do covers of Institutionalized, which is the one of the best music oh, videos dude. of all dude, time. Such a good cover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> I love oh. that fucking song. Oh, so do I. I love Suicidal Tendencies. But, uh, yeah, DJ, you got to check that out. Because if you thought he did good on the Turn Down For What cover, you're going to love his personal music. Oh man, does that guy get in it? Yeah, he's getting old. He's still got it. And again, I, res- I respect like the like the lengthy career that he's had. Like being being a very influential uh, hip hop artist back in the day, to his acting career, to now this. I'm actually about to add them to my uh, listen to list on Spotify as we speak. Just because yeah. I'm curious, and I really need to. I need to find out. I think you're gonna love it. That the first thing is institutionalized 2014. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, I told you. Yo, <laughs> I told you it was there. You, yeah, you and Brandon really need to give that a listen. It is such a good cover. I'm going to give that a listen after this. Oh, and DJ will love it. It's one of the bands. Because what? Sorry. His wife sent it. No, DJ will love it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the bands I'm desperately trying to see before they call it quits. But with the state of the world oh, these yeah. days, only so much you can do. I'm just Open, hoping it comes true someday. Now, speaking of speaking of like you know the world opening back up and the risk that we're about to have right now, dude, there's so many tours that have been announced that I cannot wait for. Some of them I've already bought tickets to. Others I'm waiting in just to make sure that you know it's gonna. Happen. I can go to it because mm-hmm. I I just saw a couple days ago that Dying Fetus is going on tour. Oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah, so Dying Fetus is going on tour, Kiss is going on tour, and allegedly this is their last tour ever, because that's the name yeah. of the tour, the last tour ever tour. Right time. Mm. Like, how many bands have you, have, do you know of that have, like, got, like, this is the last one, and then they come back a year later? Uh, Slayer, I'm looking at you. Slayer, Metallica, Kiss. Oh, yeah, seriously. There have been so many. At this Dude. point, you just don't, don't freaking trust them. You just don't question it. <laughs> Dude, I don't think Metallica is ever going to retire just because they love performing on stage. I respect it, but I'm not buying their tickets. Metallica is so expensive to see. Oh, dude, dude. That, just going to Aftershock. Yeah, they, they headlined a festival we go to all the time, and the year they headlined, the tickets went up $300. Pre-orders went up three hundred dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was at the same and they sold price. out in two days. Yeah, and for everyone who in our audience that like doesn't know like the average price for a concert, at least of the kinds we go to, they're about twenty bucks. So the twenty to thirty ones, you can see mm-hmm. ten different bands. Like, I it's not worth it. I, I personally, as much as I respect Metallica, not worth it to see in my opinion. I would rather go to ten shows. I'd I'd much more enjoy probably. Only, oh, yeah. I would only say that's okay if, like, if this is one of those bands, and I personally have have uh, have have had to do this. If if it's one of those bands that's an icon that you've 
been dying to see and have yet to see. And this is going to be like a once in a lifetime experience. And absolutely, I did that with Judas Priest. But if it's just if it's just a, a if it's just another band that either a you don't care about or b you've seen them you've seen them live at least once, it's not worth paying that money. Like with uh, with Slayer's last tour that they did what like a year uh, like actually two years ago, it was uh, them Lamb of God Testament and uh, Napalm Death. Pre-sales for floor were four hundred bucks, and I was checking these Damn. out the day Damn. they announced that they were going on tour. That four hundred dollars. Now, is that a banger lineup? Absolutely. But I've seen Slayer, I've seen Testament, I've seen Lamb of God. Not the biggest fan of Napalm Death. I'm not paying four hundred dollars for this, but because they've been around forever, they can charge that, and people will pay it. A lot of people oh, did. Oh yeah, they uh, sold I'll out the entire my, uh, casino arena. Shows. Yeah, I would, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. yeah, let's go to that biker bar again. <laughs> Actually, no. do you guys want to hear a quick story about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you should because this is a good story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, it. So a yeah, a while back, a new venue opened up in the next town over, and I had never heard of it before. Uh. It is called the Den of Sin, and it is a biker clubhouse for one of the local clubs. And I knew that going in. I didn't know how, God, oh man, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess old school the club is. Oh, man, you walk in, there's some intimidating motherfuckers at the front door. These dudes are giant. They're definitely rough and tumble crowd. And they were suspicious of everybody. You thought security getting into the White House was bad. Try going into a clubhouse with a bottle hidden in your back pocket. These guys were shaking people down and getting aggressive. So we emptied out all our pockets, made sure we're good, and they were giving us 20 questions to get in. They're like, all right, hopefully the show's good. It was. The show was Lionheart, First Blood, Spite, D-Streets, Left Behind, Smacked Up, and uh, oh, there was one more band I'm drawing a blank on, and I, I've gonna feel bad for leaving them out of this but it was a killer lineup that show was so intense the people didn't shit everyone was rough and ra uh, rough and loud and it was aggressive the staff did not give a flying fuck there was two fights that tried to be started that night i've never seen a situation diffuse so fast first guy wound up for a haymaker and before it was even launched both feet were sweeped out from under him, both hands were thrown behind his back, and he was getting launched across the parking lot, probably like 50 feet, just rolling Damn. across the concrete. He got manhandled. Second fight, one guy goes to defend himself, and they roll him out of the way, and the guy who started throwing blows got KO'd and just very gently placed on the front door where they ushered him out when he woke up. <laughs> Dude, that show was so wild, and it was great. It was crazy being in the clubhouse because you're like, oh, maybe they just swept out a garage. No, nah, dude, there's the couches, there's medals, there's all these like plaques from all the guys who passed away in the club all over the walls. It was an experience, and they were serving $2, 22-ounce beers. What could go Jesus. wrong? Damn, all right. Yeah. What could go wrong? Right. The Just, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so afraid one of the fucking guys who was in the pit or getting a little too drunk was going to punch one of the... Uh, club members because they had prospects as staff and then there was like four actual members of the club running the entire building for the night man one of these guys is gonna get punched in the side of the head and that's what's gonna set it off this place is a powder keg 
<laughs> but uh, that being said, we stuck around. We made a lot of friends. We hung out with some of the local bands that started the scene because they were just chilling it in the crowd with everybody. It was tense, though. I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me that was like, man, these are, this isn't really my crowd. I'm not used to this shit. Dude, my dumbass went that, back. Though. I've been like four times. Like local sh- local shows are where it's at though. Like uh, there's one spot to see local shows where I uh, where I live, and it's literally just like you go through the front door and it's an, it's an underground bar. But you go through the you uh, you go through this front door and then there's just a staircase to your left, and it goes down, and it takes you to this basement. It's a basement bar where they have like a stage and everything set up. The bar's on the side. You can't have like too many people in there. I think their max occupancy is a hundred people. And they'll just have bands coming uh, come in and out. It's a, like a just like a nice environment to chill, discover new music, and like, hey, this band rocks. I might give them a follow on Facebook, or hey, this band sucks. We're leaving. That's what I enjoy about the the local scene. Dude, it's it's so nice because you can just go chill. And you're not packed into this mega arena where you got to walk around, pay for parking, find your uh, anything, and then if you want to get concessions, God forbid, you're getting gouged dry for that. Oh yeah, the ass. That clubhouse we went to was forty bucks for three tickets and beer for all of us. That was it. That was how much it cost. That's how far as forty bucks. Far as forty bucks going to get you at an arena? Can I talk? Can I I tell a tragic, tragic, uh, uh, tragic story that I that I went through? Go, go on. Okay, so two years ago, my friends and I we bought tickets. We were going to go to to Knotfest. And it, this line of it was supposed to be uh, Behemoth, uh, Gojira. What's their fucking name? We ju- we spoke about them on the last one. Talking about a lot on the Volbeat. Volbeat. No. Oh. Volbeat and Slipknot. Um, no wonder I Volbeat worms their way into every tour. It's crazy. That's what they with with Slipknot. For some reason, they'll be they'll they'll have a band on the lineup that you would never expect to see them there. Like side note, I, I the first time I saw them when I was in high school. It was them, Trivium, and Coheed and Cambria. Oh wow! Mm. The lineup, Damn. yeah. And I don't care for Coheed and Cambria, but in this case, <laughs> we thought the doors opened at six. No, that's when the concert started. So while my buddy is calling me saying, "Hey, where the hell are you? Where the hell are you guys?" The show is starting. We're like, "Dude, it's okay. The doors are open at six. And then he just puts his phone up, and I hear the lead singer from Behemoth screaming, and we're like, "Fuck!" We were at that point. <laughs> Shout out to the to the title of the last part uh, of this of this upcoming one. Uh, we were at Denny's eating. Oh God! I guess yeah. up, Denny's. We were at Denny's eating. We rush over to uh, the venue. We're uh, we already missed Behemoth stage set. Gojira's in the middle performing oh. right fucking now. And for the three tickets that we got, only two of us were able to go through. There was something wrong with my buddy's tickets. They, uh, with my buddy's ticket, the guy that bought all three of them at the same time. And he was on the phone with like Live Nation for the next half hour, forty-five minutes. Now, now Behemoth, uh, not Behemoth. Now, uh, Gojira is off stage, and it's Volby. He finally manages to to get in. Uh, Live Nation fucked him up, and he. Uh, we're just like, what the hell happened? Now we didn't go to the show. Uh, the other guy that we were with, we were like, we we don't see it right in ourselves to go in without him, especially since he bought the tickets. So we'll hang out that entire time. I'm at the concession stand, like either getting food or getting beer. $20 for a thing of fries and then $14 for a Bud Light. <coughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, you just made me choke. <coughs> Honestly, god damn. 
Oh, Bud Light Tallboy, you say? Okay. No, it was just a 12-ounce bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. Like, I, I mean, at that point, I had to, like, really weigh my options here. Stay sustained and live. Merch. Which one? Yeah, <sighs> merch. I went with food. I was starving. I didn't get to eat my Denny's, and I still had to pay for it. Dude, I'm such a fanboy. I always have money for merch. Um, so real quick to, to finish this story out. The reason why uh, I say Live Nation, uh, it was uh, it was Live Nation's uh, fault. They even admitted it. Um, so they did sell us three tickets. It was supposed to be three not fest tickets. Nah, they only sold him two, and then something happened with the processing to where they sold him a corn ticket show. That corn show happened the day before. The probably because corn didn't have enough numbers. Narcissistic cannibal, you tool. That's another story for another day. <laughs> yeah, so we go there and we uh, we finish out Volbeat. I don't care for Volbeat. Good for you. But the Slipknot show itself was so fucking insane. Granted, for some reason, uh, Corey Taylor's mask from where we were standing, it looked like he just like uh, like cut in half a milk jug, cut out eye holes, and he put that on his face. That was it. I have no words. Yeah. It's a weird description. Best I could give. It looked weird. But then again, maybe it's because I wasn't close enough to see details. Because we were actually in the seats, we we couldn't get uh, we couldn't get a, a GA floor. Those sold out in minutes. Yeah, as they do. Yeah. Like Brandon, when you go when you go see Slipknot, are you gonna be in a seat or are you gonna be in floor? Uh, I believe I got seats. Those were the Ooh. cheapest. <laughs> Those are the oh. cheapest because everything <laughs> else was <laughs> really guy. expensive. Bosh pits for old Brando. Yep. It's fine though. I feel like Brandon's first show, he's got to be moshing with us. Yeah. Dude, I'll hold your beer. <laughs> Bruh, he would just see me running around shoulder checking whoever's standing in front of me. Yeah, I'd, be I'd shoulder check DJ you, but it'd probably only get you me. in the stomach. <laughs> Dude, DJ would be hitting me mad in the tent. I'm That's the that thing. It's like, I don't swing. I, I don't swing unless, unless no, I'm just short. On. DJ, I'm just short. <laughs> Either way, I'm not one of those types of dudes. Either way, I'm not one of those types of dudes that wants to like punch in a mosh pit because, like, I—it's a mosh pit. We're supposed to shove each other. Now, if it turns into slam dancing, if it turns into slam dancing, I can hang. I can hang, and I have like a 15-foot. Um, hey, your aerodactyl reach. wingspan. Yeah. Jesus. It's so I can hang if need be, but I don't like to. Like, I—I I do not care for it. I, the the first time I had that happen was at fucking bleeding through. And bullet for my Valentine. I didn't. I didn't understand what was happening. Oh yeah, it was a. It was such a weird fucking show. It was a. Yeah. It was cancer bats, bleeding through, death clock, and then bullet. What? Still need what? to see death clock. I don't mean to cut you off there, but that band is on my fucking list. Uh, yeah, but like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just can't wrap my head around the. Fuck. Yeah, it was. It was the very first tour that uh, bullet for my Valentine was going to be headlining. Like it was their very first tour, and what I a remember. Waste of talent. Yikes, <laughs> dude! It was painful sitting through cancer bats. Like I respect you guys. You guys are still around, but uh, it was just uh, awful. no. I yeah, expect them to be I'm not with him. Bullet, I don't know. He's just on the podcast. I had to I'm... defend myself from one of our friends who would have swung at me for yeah, like, Death Clock. And then I saw Death Clock again with uh, Dragon Force and Chimera. Oh, oh my for... god! I want to go to that show. Why didn't you call that me? Makes way more sense. Hold on, what? So somebody wants to swing on me for cancer bats? No. My uh, use crazy. What? Yeah. 
Razor, you remember Ed, right? Yes. Oh, trying to avoid that asshole. Thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he definitely... He, he would search you out in the pit. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you with the shirt. That one. I'm sorry. I just, like, how did... Like, irrespective of my Valentine, I don't think they're bad. I think they're okay, actually. I would not want to go to the... I would go to that t- tour just to see Deathclog and leave. <laughs> like, honestly. Say this, I like Old Bullet, like, up to uh, the Scream Aim and Fire album. Everything afterwards. Okay. okay. I do not care about. Mm. You know, that's fair. That's when they were still focused on, you know, making making hard music to where they were considered thrash and power metal at the same time. And then all of a sudden, Matt Tuck was just like, I'm so handsome. The world needs to see that I'm handsome. Let me change my entire appearance. Have all the cameras focus on me. I don't know nothing about that, so... Yeah, dude. If you were to look at Matt Tuck from 2006 and Matt Tuck now, you'd be like, Oh. Oh, you're you're, you're, you're one of them. Got it. Hey, DJ. Yes. I gotta, I gotta ask. Have you seen Guar live? Yeah. No? No? No. Alright. Alright, okay. I don't want to cut away from too much, but I, I'm afraid you're, like, back me up here. Motherfucking oh. experience, right? Dude, like seeing those guys at uh, Ace of Spades in Sacramento, tiny little venue. Yeah, oh my was... god! I wish they were I like. Th- I, re- I remember the good. two. Yes, yeah, I remember the two old metalheads that got there super early to see Guar. Got up to the r- front railing. They didn't want to mosh or nothing, but they put their hands over the railing and locked themselves into place. There were like big ass guys trying to move them out of the way to get to the front, and these guys just sh- uh, shrugged them off like. Throwing them just by shrugging. These guys were like not Turtle gonna Kingdom. like move. Yeah. Look like Turtle Kingdom. Yo, shout out Turtle <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry for spamming your chat. Hey, you know, uh, nah, he totally loves it. Uh, back to oh. where we we're at, man. Guar. Yeah. Sorry, was it? Was it DJ? I was gonna say just just to touch upon it because it's still relevant to Guar. I had one opportunity to see them live. My buddy got tickets, and he wanted to take me, and then. The night before, he calls me, and he tells me, sorry, bro, I hate to break it to you, but I actually cannot take you. Like, why? What? What, what happened? What happened? Um, my uh, my girlfriend actually really wants to go. She wants to go see Guar. She listens to Synthwave. What do you mean she wants to go see okay, Guar? Okay, hold on. What's wrong? I listen to Synthwave. Yeah, what's going on yeah. here? Whoa, whoa. Whoa, hold on. What's wrong oh. with Synthwave, DJ? The, nothing against it. It's just the only the only time when we're talking about it's music, she brings up she, no, she brings up synthwave and some band called Orgy. That's it. Okay, now I'm out. <laughs> I am trying to break you. The second band. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an actual you can you can YouTube them. They're they're a band called Orgy. Yeah. And I refuse to have Orgy in my browser history. Yeah, Google it. I dare you. Yeah. No, don't that's why I said. That's why I said YouTube orgy. Don't Google anything. I don't think that's any better. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's probably worse because it's gonna give give you like the hey, you let you watch this. How about this? You're gonna catch that like five like 2005 section of YouTube where it was just porn. Yeah. So there legit is a is a band called Orgy, and she that's all she would talk about when him and I would be talking about rock music, and. That that's the equivalent of like some if we're talking about video games and somebody says, "Oh yeah, I play video games too." Oh, what do you play? Oh, I play Zelda. Okay, what else? Zelda. That's her. Anytime we say like, "Okay, so who do you listen to?" All she says is orgy. That's it. 
I finally looked them up. I don't care for their stuff. Respect. They've been around for a hot minute, but I don't care for them. And so when he calls me telling me I'm not taking you, a metalhead, to see Guar for your first time. I'm taking my girlfriend who listens to not metal. I'm taking her to see Guar. I was like, this is betrayal, right? Like, I, I actually, I'm, I, I can actually kick his ass and it's justified, right? I can do that. Oh, I... Yeah. Catch him in the next pit. And then I find out the day of the concert, he calls me and I was just like, hey, so how's the show? Oh, we ended up leaving. Why? Uh, she didn't. Uh, she didn't like the. She didn't like Guar's costumes, and so she wanted to leave. Costumes. Costumes. That so my, is what made them leave. So my immediate response: she didn't even hear the music. She saw the band get on stage, saw what they looked like, and she said, "I don't like that look. Let's go." And because you know he still wants to get laid, he left. And I immediately was like, you know, this wouldn't have happened if you took me. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're in the slump of him. <laughs> Who says that? long pause. Yeah, DJ say something. <laughs> Such a long pause. <laughs> like, he took me to see Aguar. I owe him something. Damn. Get in the, get in the traveling. Trust Anyways. Me. My whole yeah. thing of bringing up Guar was. Yeah. There are some bands out there who are truly like good, talented musicians and they don't need anything else. And there are some bands who do that and put on the wildest fucking live show. And I've been, I've seen them twice now. I think you have too, Frazier. Yeah, we saw them um, at, uh, at uh, Ace of Spades, which I mentioned earlier. And then we saw them at Aftershock. And I wanted to give, like, I want to say, like, how we, like, when we got there, they were on one of the smaller stages. And there were a bunch of like moms bringing their kids. Cause like, oh, they got they got costumes and God. stuff like that. There were a bunch so of girls bad. with like you know the uh, like the, the you know like really fancy uh, clothing and stuff like that. Not realizing that war shoots like fake blood out into the audience. Oh yeah. The so as soon as they start doing that, you hear this. Screaming. It was great. Dude, oh yeah, you hear screaming immediately as soon as they start squirting. Like they start. Uh, they I think they had the what was it the Pope. Come up on the stage and they beheaded him, him, and then he just starts squirting out blood. You hear screaming from the audience. The girls running back, clutching like their purses and all their fancy clothes and whatnot. You see all the metalheads. Brand new Gucci bags. Fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. dude, No, you know this. It was funny because you could see all the metalheads in the back waiting for that to happen. So all the people that were in the front, all the people with the Gucci bags and shit that were up in the front, leave so we could all get there and experience the show. You never wear designer anything to a fucking show. The only yeah, required, yeah. the only required thing is clothes that you don't mind either a getting dirty, ripped, beer spilt on, or blood and sweat that might belong to you or somebody else. I still have the um, white t-shirt I wore when we saw Guar at Ace of Spades, and it's still covered in the fake blood and shit. And I wore that to different shows. Yeah, I refuse to wash that to keep it like you know. I did. Keep everything on out. Yeah. <laughs> Shit ain't coming out like I. Oh, here, here's a good one for uh, for you boys. Uh, most iconic show that you've been to, like the the pit was insane. The theatrics, the the actual performance of the band themselves. Who stands out to you the most? That you had, like where you had the most fun. Other than Gore? I would say. 
Uh, mine wouldn't be Gore. Mine would actually be the first concert you guys took me to, which uh, Asking Alexandria was the headliner, but we didn't stay for them. We only. Uh, Why would you? We oh, saw. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! What was it? Um, Rings of Saturn. Bad Omens. After the burial. Uh, after, yeah, after the burial. Upon a burning body. Born of Osiris and icy stars. Okay, thank you. That was uh, yeah. Th- that was hands down like my first experience in that. Loved it and. All, was looking forward to doing it again and again and again and again. I think for me... Uh, oh, Mikey, go ahead. Two, two polite people in the doorway? Who's going first? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine's got to be a split between two, because one's theatrics and one's pit. Go for it, do you? Uh, theatrics, every single fucking Rob Zombie show I have ever been to. This man Fair. goes over oh. the top every time. From his performance to to the animatronics that he has set up, at one point he had this uh, the staircase, uh, like a setting staircase, that looked over the crowd. He walked to the top of it, and then it rotated while he was singing. And then one of the funniest part of, the, of one of these particular performances, he was uh, he was playing with corn, and in this moment, he noticed some guy in the seating area was looking down, texting, and he was singing "Living Dead Girl." He walks off stage, walks up the stairwell sits next to the guy that's looking down at his phone, continues to sing Living Dead Girl. The guy had no idea that one of the most iconic rock stars was sitting next to him, three inches away. None. Stands back up, walks back onto stage, finishes the song, and then proceeds to cuss us out for five minutes about how he wants it to be an old-school 80s rock show, stop looking at your phone, let's live in the moment. So we were all laughing at that guy. I'm pretty sure that guy got his ass kicked in the parking lot. Because he upset Daddy. Oh, he definitely did. Not, uh, mm-hmm. Okay, um, understandable though. <laughs> but that was the just the way this man, especially at his age, the fact that he still has that amount of energy in him during a stage performance is unfucking heard of, and I love and I respect it. Now. One of the other on the other side for when it comes to actual like crowd interactions in the mosh pit, I would have to say it would be my second warp tour when I was uh, I went there, I went there to go see Job for a Cowboy. I don't know if anybody else knows who Job for a Cowboy is. Nope. No, 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 no one bit. I definitely recommend you listen to Job for a Cowboy. This man's pig squeal is unheard of. Sounds like R two D two or a pterodactyl. But it wasn't okay, just like, now I know what now what it sounds like. Don't not a fan. No, but it wasn't uh, like it was just the way the the pit was happening. Like it seemed like there was a pit every song, but our pit was massive. It seemed like the entire crowd was involved in it. So it was constant movement. I've never been in a in a and that was actually my first time experiencing a uh, a wall of death. Really? Oh, yeah. well, how was that feeling? Uh, luckily, I wasn't standing in front. Lucky is the word, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't like that. Not a good answer. <laughs> well, for my first time, I don't know what's happening. All I know is the word. Yeah, I was going like, to really going to try to give the guy with anxiety a heart attack on his first one to death, Mikey? Come on. Like, I had no clue what was happening. All I know is apparently we were, uh, like, there's a bunch of people on one side, and we're on the other side, and then there's the lunatics that are standing in the middle just going, Bring it on! And I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen? Apparently, uh, when he quote-unquote released us, I get violently shoved in the spine, and that told me, okay, I need to run. And as soon as I see, I I piece it together, like, we're about to collide in the middle. This isn't safe. 
Ow! Ladies and gentlemen, battlefield awareness. This I was insane. 15! This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. Legit. <laughs> I was 15. I didn't know any better. I'm 30 now, and so now as soon as they like, make it bigger, part the ways. Oh, dude. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. I think the last good wall of death I was a part of was when Lamb of God performs Black Label. Oh, dude, Lamb of God has some I've seen the videos. Of course, I haven't experienced them, but I, I have seen some shit. Uh, if, two in one. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> if for some reason, if if uh, when you go to Slipknot, if they do perform a wall of death, uh, pay attention to who's on the ground uh, when the when the embrace ends. It's the people in front. It hurts a lot. Why'd Don't mean what? Like Who that? is this man? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Yo, this is the weirdest uh, DJ we've ever met. This is yeah, honestly. seriously. I oh, know. I love it every single time. It's just, uh, especially when you never know what's gonna happen when you're running forward. Like, um, uh, okay. You've been uh, hit prep. by a car and complain less. Cars. Cars. It doesn't help your situation. <laughs> I think, he, I think the one thing he has gotten hit by is a semi. And that almost happened. Yet. Twice. That's the isekai but, episode. <laughs> Shotgun coming out, yeah. But it's like with my experience with wall of death, I never know what's going to happen on the oncoming. I already know what's going to happen behind me. They're going to push into me. And during, and I know he's going to fucking, he's going to sigh heavily. During Attila. Um when we were running towards each other during the song Pizza, right before the connect, one guy jumps up and drop kicks me in the chest. Yo. That guy was ready. It's an Attila I, fan for you. Yeah, you're yeah. an Attila fan. <laughs> I was not prepared to accept a drop kick. I was prepared to accept a shoulder, a headbutt, a flying fist coming straight from the basement. I was not expecting a drop kick. And I finally, for the first time in God knows how long, I fell to the ground. The last time I fell to the ground in a mosh pit was during event, uh, the Event Sevenfold show that I told you guys about in the last episode. Oh, fair. That was the last time I fell down in a mosh pit, and then all of a sudden I get drop kicked. The wind that I thought I owned leaves my body, and I'm laying there, but... Metalheads, we are some of the most respectful people. We respect the pit rules. We re oh, we respect the people in the pit. I got picked up immediately, and somebody moved me to the side until I could regain myself. Oh yeah, I like, this man I been through. He took all both feet. <laughs> this man <speed>. took <laughs> this man took two Yeezys to the titties. We need to move him. <laughs> Any crazy pit stories for you? Uh, for you boys? We were doing the shows, DJ, before you got sidetracked again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> okay, so we'll finish with the show. Sorry. Uh, so we we did Frasier, correct? Yeah. Here's right. the we first one. Which I... Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Taking track in my head, man. We were about to go down the bumpy dirt road before we started to... <laughs> Correct back to where we were. That's why I need to go um, last. Yeah, we'll we'll work on it. It's a it's a mobile formula. But, uh, let's jump right into Adrian. I don't have any exciting stories. I'm made out of Nixie tubes, dude. If I get rocked too hard, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Was that a pass? 
Um, oh, I mean, I did see one dude drop acid at Cyrus. That was insane. I feel like that's a very bad show to do that at. That is sensory. What, at Barnabas Cyrus? Yeah, I thought that was a questionable choice. Bold strategy, Cotton. He will not yeah. be able to breathe. He will not be able to function. <laughs> <laughs> the amount, like, like you guys said, the amount of sensory of a Cyrus show, especially in a bar that was made to hold like maybe 40 people and had about 200 in it. I, oh, I, not really I, nuts a butt. I'm not surprised that I didn't see that man again for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, probably he's, dying behind the dumpster. I mean, I guess it's not a pit story, but after um, after that show, though, once I was able to squeeze my way out of the mosh pit, because I was just kind of going through it. Because like I said, I can't pick a fight with anybody. I will die. Um, I did see AJ from Fire from the Smoke by the bathroom and said hi to him. <laughs> That was fun. That is pretty cool. <laughs> Keep in mind, the bathrooms are literally like 10 feet away from the bar. They didn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. So it's, yeah. a, it's an ace. Ace does care. not give a damn. No. Uh, Brandon, I know you haven't been to any shows yet, but is there something about the experience that you're looking forward to? Uh, Maybe getting punched in the face? No, no. <laughs> you strike me as the kind of guy who needs to cut loose. Like, you just... You, you don't seem like you do it enough. Uh, trust me, I don't. It's all that lead from the G Fuel that's keeping you tensed up. <laughs> surrounded by corn. <laughs> In Bro. the worst kind of way. No, seriously, being out here sucks. I need to let loose. Dude, circle pit a cornfield and turn it into a crop circle. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Damn, Aliens well... and they mosh. <laughs> Now that one. And things pick up and make world skin back to normal. We will make it happen. We will take you to some experience, experiences of shows. I'll even go. I don't like going outside anymore, but man, I would be happy to first first time. See, we're gonna make it happen. And with the weird transition, I I know this is gonna be a choppy one. With the shows I like to go to, shows DJ likes to go to, with the shows Adrian likes to go to. Frazier, you're a wild card. We're keeping an eye on your ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We will find something in a good medium because I'm going to come up. I'm going to list my two shows right now. They're two different. My shows, because I do have a split like DJ, because there's two different styles that I very much enjoy. Old school, sitting down, big arena, lights, theatrics, all the bells and whistles. Cannot beat Iron Motherfucking Maiden. Those guys go so hard. Oh Their set God. pieces are staying in the yard. They open the show legends. with a one-to-one Mustang fighter jet above the stage, shooting fire and shit out of it. Yeah! Oh, so much fun. Oh, dude. And then our our uncle took this to this concert, and it was us, him, our dad, uh, or us being me and Sejun, of course. Hello. That was one of the most amazing shows visually, and just the sound. They're st- as old as they are, Iron Man still got it. Those guys can absolutely tear it up. They're kings. One hundred percent. I very much love that kind of show. I very something. much have fun with it. I can respect doing stuff like that. But on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> DJ's gonna like this lineup: Anthrax, Testament, Behemoth, Lamb of God, oh. Slayer, Farewell Tour. Yep. Oh my yep. god. It, it was a soccer field. Tickets for, dude. Like, I'm amazed you got them. What? Sorry, bitch. I didn't catch you. What? 
I'm just amazed you got tickets for that show. <laughs> I know people, man. That was one of the third or fourth shows where crazy I didn't still. plan on going. Last minute, somebody called me and said, hey, I know it's tomorrow, but can you be there? I'm like, fuck yes, I can. Let's go. Dude, um, especially, oh, go ahead, continue. Right, you want to talk about an experience, man. Those crowds bring the heaviest of the heavy out. There were people, no shit, drinking bootleg moonshine in the porter bodies outside of the venue. There was people tailgating there all day waiting to get in. It was a wild, gnarly crowd, and it was a full soccer field, like a competitive soccer field, with the stands top to bottom full. The full field was full. And Slayer and Lamb of God took that stage. There was nobody in those stands. It was everybody on the field, everybody in a pit, and they put a big steel divider, so they they broke up the crowd a little bit. Separate the Circle peasants. pit. Well... The circle pit still took up the entire field around the divider. So think about that. People were moshing in a circle pit the full length of a soccer field twice to complete one revolution. Oh, real quick, just uh, just so Brandon knows in advance, just because when uh, when you brought up tailgating, um, Hmm? Brandon, if you go to if you go to a show that's at like a big venue, um, don't bank on leaving for at least an hour. Uh, Oh yeah, for two hours, honestly. Yeah, don't, don't be like, I'm gonna do the show and be home by midnight, and it's gonna chill. No, you're gonna be there. Yeah. You're yeah, gonna be show, there until 1:30 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, show end. Show ends at like nine o'clock. You're not getting out of the parking lot until at yeah. least at the yeah. earliest 10:30. You at you leave the venue at midnight. You leave the parking at 2:30. Like, dude, legit. I've I've seen people get into like fist fights and like body slamming each other onto other people's vehicles because like somebody cut in front of somebody or tried to and then they nicked somebody else's car and now person A is pissed off and now person B hops out of his car because his car was hit and now there's a parking lot brawl going while people are still behind doing nothing to help the situation just honking trying to move the line along yep. it's worse than gridlock traffic and verify and, my, uh, and if we're talking about that real quick Mike you remember when we were leaving Aftershock and this chick was trying to back up and her boyfriend got out of the car just to smoke as he was throwing such a tantrum yeah, though, okay, so for a quick context, the only way out of Warptor in our area was through the back road of a golf course that was used for service lanes. It was eight feet wide, and it was a dirt road with hella dips and ditches in it. One way Jeez. in, one way out. That was fucked. I was talking about the uh, aftershock. Oh, yeah, dude, well, I'm so sorry. Oh, that yeah, happened no, at you're, you're good, too. No, we go oh, to so many of these, and they just start blending together. But yeah, this. So we're all getting ready to leave. Me, we're just sitting in in my car because we took mine and just chilling because we know, like, again, we know we're gonna be here for a minute. We'll go when we get, uh, when we get a chance. And a lot of people are usually like, yeah, you can go now that you've been waiting. You know, there's actually like a really kind of like nicety to getting out. Like it. But this chick was not having it. She was trying to back up. I have a dat the car that I had at the time had a dash cam in, so I grabbed it, turned it towards where she was backing up. Because if she, like, did not want to wait for anybody, she just wanted to go. And damn near backed up into, like, two different people. It's just, uh Yeah, when you're, when you're in a parking lot situation, you just got to be patient. You got to wait. And, boys, I'm getting a little bit of a notice here. We are going to be running up on time. So we did have one more segment we wanted to wrap up on. I know everybody's having fun because, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, we're almost out of time, guys. It's, uh, Shit. Yeah, we're a little... Right? <laughs> uh, really quickly, like, damn. Said there, um... You know what show we're taking Brandon to, and this is so easy. 
We're taking Brandon to an A never. That's oh yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> uh, really good. That's the true experience. An I underground band, more. like oh, his age, in a bar that they're barely allowed in. Like, let's go, dude. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> and that's a good transition. And as I don't know if the audience remembers the last time we did a quick shout out to some bands we felt were kind of underrated. We're gonna do it again, maybe with the same group, maybe with a little different group. Depends on who's feeling what. But any volunteers, or if not, I'll I'll start us off. I'll go. Um, since, since I was the only one, job for a fucking cowboy. All right, next person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're pretty well known, though. It's fine. I get yeah. it. But if you want to shout them out, go for it. That's all you. The fact that I was the only one of a core group of metalheads that knew who the hell they were, I think I need to I say them just are. in case. Yeah, we're, we're aware. We just don't want to remember. I just, I'm not a fan. Oh, I, I, I personally didn't know who they were. Yeah, same. But I guess mine would more long be it's. I know we all, or at least me, Mike, and Adrian knew about. It, uh, would be Butcher Babies. Yeah, they are a little older and they're more well known in the older, like the on on the older side. But for like some of the newer people that are trying to get into this, they're really good too. Anyways, Brandon. Um, I would say that mine. I want to shout out Annie's okay. They're, I, I guess, newish metalcore band. They've been around for a while. They they've. Only recently, in like the last, I'd say two, three years, they actually have been getting more traction. And they're actually getting huge numbers and huge venues and all that. But I've been listening to them for years. And I have always will recommend them to anyone that is into the metalcore, I guess, genre. I think you Honestly, showed me one good. song. Good, yeah. You showed me like one song by them, and I, and I thought they were pretty all right. All right. Yeah, that was the other day uh, when we were on uh, Discord. Yes. No, I'm, talk- I'm talking beforehand. Uh, oh, wow. It does sound like back. something Brandon did. You might you might be onto something. It was uh, a while ago. Brandon and I have known each other for a very long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. No, you did it on one of our other Discord nights. Because I remember you showed them to me as well. Yeah, we were all there for that, but I think DJ means before the time. This is, what, this is when Brandon and I were still playing on Xbox 360. Shit. You just yeah, I yeah it, it might have been the same song I shared the other night. Not going to lie. It might have been. Good song. Good song. It is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. I think I think you're on to something with that. Those for, guys for are context, pretty damn good. If anyone is interested, it is called Monster Crazy, but Annie's okay. I'd highly recommend that song. Annie is okay is one word, by the way. Yes, that is true. Yeah, DJ is one give word. It song for John for a cowboy. <laughs> I mean, you guys... Uh, hold on. Okay, give me a fucking second. <laughs> what, are <you> doing? <laughs> what are you doing that? Sageland. Oh, Mike, you know what mine's going to be. You probably is because I listen to so goddamn much. Um, it's Negro Terror, Voice of Memphis. How okay, these guys wrong? are pretty damn good. Yo, so good, but no one knows about them. I haven't talked to a single person that knows who they are. That might be because we're on the West Coast. But I don't know. I, I, nice. I, I love them. I feel like if they came out a few years in like the early 2000s, they would have been top of the charts because they just have a very old school style. In my heart, they sh- they're they still top of the charts. Alright, DJ, did you find what you're looking for? They're not they're not metal, they're just a hard rock band. What? I'm so DJ, confused. You Are song. you okay? Just a song, but... Yeah, he asked you for a song. Oh, a song or a band? From oh, John for a, a song from John for a Cowboy. 
Oh no, I was gonna change my entire band since I, I got <laughs> such oh, bad flack oh. for Drop for a Cowboy. You don't have to meet our approval, what this happened? is what you want to shout out, my guy. Yeah, even if you shout out wrong. I was, just about to, I was just about to fucking change my whole band because I'm like, okay, apparently Drop for, Drop for a Cowboy is a fucking miss, I need to think of somebody else. That's fine, you ain't gonna be cool, no. do you? Because at that point I would be like the, the entombment of a machine. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, hold on, I really do um, want to point out, uh, Fraser, you said that uh, you wanted to set a brutal or, like, Butcher or, Baby? Yeah, Butcher Babies. Yeah. Yeah, did you have a song in mind? Uh, not off the top of my head. I was gonna say, do you I need just, help with that? No. I know your titles are kind of annoying to remember sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Magnolia Boulevard. Magnolia Boulevard is the first one they played on that set you listened to. Okay, because that that one that was crazy. Like, looking at each other, we're like, "Wow!" I did not think they would open with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty hard to go right out the gates. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Hey, Mikey. Right. Oh no, it's come to me. Unfortunately, this one is a little bit of a bigger band. I just gotta give him credit where credit's due because I don't know if you guys have ever heard the name Lionheart. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Figured as much. Lionheart's pretty well established. They're a good band. They're cool. I just gotta give them respect, man. I've seen them twice now, and since they're very local from where we are, they're just small town story, man. These guys got some serious talent. They've played all over the place. Music, I don't know what it is, gets me absolutely pumped. Um, depending on what end of the hardcore spectrum you like, you might like some of their songs, you might not. I'd say one to try to get into them would be uh, I like Hail Mary. I think it's a good one. I think it fits the hardcore scene super well. And if you ever have wanted to hear that song that made you wake up and say, fuck you to the day, that's the one. That's so, any closing notes from any of the boys? You got I got from nothing. me. Alright, man. Yeah, got nothing for me. Dream metal. I know it's not a real genre, but... See, that's why I asked, because Sejun had some weird shit to say. Like, you just <laughs> I always got some weird shit to say. Yo, just ask me to say something. Say something. Alright, yo, fucking Covet, entirely... I know they're not underrated. Fucking more... Math Rock in general needs to be more... Fuck uh, I, I, I disagree. See, I know he wouldn't like that. Math Rock, look Anyways. it up. Be a fan. Anyways... <laughs> I think we're done now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking with us. This has been the No School Podcast. These have been my extraordinary and questionable host, Siegeland. Oh. <laughs> you already knew. Uh, <laughs> Brandon. Mm, yep. <laughs> yep. Frazier. What's <laughs> up? DJ. Bye. There we go. That's better. I like that. We have done our best to pull this shit show together. We don't expect everybody to be perfect, but try your best. Live your life to the fullest, and we will catch you next time. And tip your bartender. <laughs>